The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, PTB Nation? Happy weekend, happy Saturday, and welcome to our PTB Media Network UFC 253 special. It's our preview, and I am the Mr. Mike Agustino, and I am here with the Greek freak, the DGEN's captain. I'm here with Leo Kukakis of DGEN's United. Leo, what's up, brother? What's up, Gabidanga? How we feeling today, baby? UFC 253. I don't know about you. I'm all kinds of fired up, baby. Been studying up for this fight. Ready to go, baby. We got championship fights on here. Let's go. It is showtime, baby. I am ready, too. I'm fired up for this. But before we get into this, I do have to ask you this, okay? And uh, I'm kind of blindsided here right now. But as you know, I went to sleep last night because I had to work this morning. <laughs> I got them right here. Tell me what happened with our Celtics last night. I went to sleep expecting the season to be over. I, I At halftime, honestly, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Luckily, those boys woke up, man. Jalen hit a couple <laughs> big shots. Kemba... I mean, his balls dropped. It was great to watch, man. You watched the little boy become a man last night. It was beautiful. Fantastic. Uh, Celtics came out third quarter. They stomped on their throats. They kept their foot on their throats, and they stuck a dagger right in them. The series is over, baby. Let's go, (laughs) That's what I like to hear. All right, let's get to UFC 253. And what do we have to start us off? You've got you've got the odds there. We both yep. picked a layup of a, as I said, a layup because this is this is not even a layup. This is a layup to use the basketball analogy on an eight foot hoop. All right, who do we both got going with an easy? What's the easiest win on this card tonight? Easiest win on the card is Jake Matthews for sure. Uh, I know you have a little rant that you're ready to go on about <laughs> Diego Sanchez, man, but. Uh, yeah, Jake Matthews, there, there's just no way that Diego is going to keep this fight competitive. Uh, now, Jake Matthews is a massive 700, minus 700 favorite on the money line. Not a huge fan. Anybody that listens to DGENs United that reads us on the website, you guys know how I feel about such huge favorites. So I usually don't go there. I do expect this fight to be done in the first couple rounds. I don't expect it to go very long. Give me Jake. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I expect this fight to go the distance. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't see this one ending quickly. Um, Jake Matthews, he's going to dominate the fight. I don't expect him to put him away. So give me Jake Matthews by decision. You're going to get it at minus 105. He's won a bunch of his fights by decision. Again, he's not, a, he's not the type of guy that's going to knock him out or submit him. Um, but I do expect him to dominate the fight, kind of keep things at bay. This thing will get into the third round. He'll know that he has the first two rounds in the bag and just kind of calm down and cruise to a win. Give me Jake Matthews by decision, minus 105. I'm with you on that. Uh, listen, I don't think Diego Sanchez should even be fighting in the UFC anymore. I mean, this is a guy who 
almost 20 years ago now was on the ultimate fighter, you know, as a young guy where he used to be a all, you know, he used to be a powerful explosive fighter finishing guys. Now he's doing friggin' yoga in, in the octagon and he's doing all these poses and, and he believes he's connecting his heart to his spirit and he's got all this weird stuff going on. And honestly, I think he's taken way too much damage in his career. Um, He's won some fights against lesser fighters, but he's fighting a guy who is a legitimate UFC, you know, pay-per-view caliber guy in Jake Matthews. And I also don't think that Matthews is going to stop the fight. I think this fight will also go the distance, but I think he's going to pummel Sanchez for, uh, for three rounds. It, that's what we've seen from Diego Sanchez in the past. And I mean, I watched the UFC embedded this week and dude, homeboy is in the, in the airport, like sitting there, like doing these, these poses while they're waiting to get on the airplane. And he's talking about how he's freeing his muscles of energies. And when they get on the plane, he'll be less sore. It's like, and then he's got to bring another, he he looks like a relic of the past of the UFC pre Zufa. Like this is before, you know, before the UFC blew up, he's from the, the, the old, like, you know, old underground, almost UFC. And, in his corner, he's got Stefan Bonner. Stefan Bonner is like one of the his co. He was one of his co uh, cast members on the first season of The Ultimate Fighter. I think it was in two thousand four. He's added him to his training team. He left his gym. Okay, he was with Jackson MMA with some of the best fighters. Diego Sanchez left his gym and like made his own team of his little of his other you know his spiritual yoga partners and, and like, you know, I, I think the guy's completely has no business in an octagon in the UFC. No disrespect. Okay. I don't disrespect anybody that gets into the octagon and fights. Okay. Because, uh, obviously I've never been in one, you know, I've never had, you gotta be out of your damn mind. <laughs> I've never had a guy, you know, pounding on my face, you know, with full mount. So, Mad respect to somebody like him, but I think his time has come. And I think for his own good, where are the people in his life? And how are they still letting this guy go into the octagon at, you know, I don't know what he is. He may be 38, but he's an old, old 38. He's been pummeled so much. He's, he's punch drunk. You know, he's been, he's taken so much punishment in his career. And I don't think he has the speed or the endurance. And he's basically, he's, he's sworn off training and, turned everything into like stretching and and into mental exercises and i don't know how that's going to bode with a guy the caliber of jake matthews across the octagon from him see i completely agree with everything that you just said i hate taking big money line favorites i despise it mm -hmm. uh it's huge risk because if you lose this fight you're you're guaranteed to be down for the you're rest under of the yeah I mean, no matter what you're chasing to get back to even, and you're guaranteed not to get back to even, which is very, very difficult for me to handle mentally. Um, this was one of those fights where, honestly, I kind of thought about the money line. I have to stay disciplined. That's why we're not taking the money line. I'm a little worried that Diego's going to get knocked out. I don't think that he's going to submit. I think that his yoga and all of his mental exercises keeps that'll him flexible. Help him yeah, from, that'll help yeah, him from, prevent from him quitting, from yeah. getting submitted. But like you said, this dude's taking so many shots to the head, you're almost waiting for him to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's not the worst bet in the world to take Jake Matthews by KO, uh, plus 220. But honestly, Jake Matthews doesn't really have that kind of power. So, like I said, definitely going to go with the decision here. I think that there's a bunch of value at minus 105. It's a mm -hmm. really good play, in my opinion. Um, I think that we can both agree that Jake Matthews is going to win this fight no matter what. Yeah, but I think so. In the dis 
in the cards, yeah. the referees or in the judges' cards, rather. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move to the let's move to the pay per view portion of the card, then, will we? The main card, first fight. It's a catch weight, so these guys missed weight, and it is a catch weight at 150 pounds. It's Hakim Dawoodu versus Zubaida Tukov. What do you got there, Leo? So really, really interesting fight here. Um, tough to go against any dude from catching here because those dudes are those dudes are nuts. <laughs> but um, I actually like Dawoodu in this matchup. I think that he has a lot of experience in Muay Thai. He was forty-two and five in Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. He's eleven and one in the UFC. This dude is not scared to come out swinging. Um, I think it's going to be a real back-and-forth fight. It's one of those 50-50 fights that we can see going either way. Uh, for those of you that listen and um, read DGENs United, you guys know that my philosophy is you get a 50-50, uh, 50-50 proposition, take the plus money because it's already in your favor. So I do believe that that's the best way to go about things. So that's why I'm going with Hakeem Zawudu here. I'm going with the Muay Thai. Uh, very, very good record there. He's looked excellent in the UFC. But honestly, this fight is a complete toss-up. This is just pure value at plus 113. I'm going to go with, with Zubaira Tukov for, first of all, he's a Chechen. And also, you gotta, those are tough guys. And um, he's going to, yeah, I, I'm concerned about, about da, uh, Dawoodu's Muay Thai. He's going to be able to keep the fight at a distance with those kicks. And there's always a chance of a head kick to, to end the fight. But but I think uh, Tukov is just going to be too tough. He's going to get inside eventually. He's going to land some strikes. And if this thing goes to the ground, I like the Chechen over over Dawudu. I've got uh, Tukov to win on the money line. Yeah, I mean, not a bad bet at all. Minus 137 on the money line. Completely understand what you're saying. Again, for me, just my philosophy, I got to be, uh, you know. You got to be true here. to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, plus 113, give me Hakeem, and let's just hope that he can nail one and uh, his Muay Thai comes through for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. Winter, women's bantamweight, Ketlin Vieira versus Sijara Eubanks. Um, I've got Ketlin Vieira winning this one. I think she is going to submit Sijara Eubanks. Um, Kiara, uh, Ketlin Vieira, excuse me, very good on the ground. She's got a good, uh, she's got a good ground attack. She's got good Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You know I'm partial to Brazilian fighters, so I, <laughs> I, I've that. never denied that. Um, you don't mind the people that stole your language, Capitano? They didn't steal nothing. Uh, I, I really like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That, that's a big reason why I like their fighters. I enjoy watching a well-executed Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, a grappling match, and she's got all kinds of, of weapons. I think uh, Eubanks is, is accustomed to being with her back to the mat. Now, she's not bad defending on the ground, but she gets taken down a lot, and I feel like um, at worst case, she is going to lose on points in this one um, because I think that Vieira is going to to control the fight for the most part, um, be it on the ground or, or standing. I'm going to go with Ketlin Vieira on the money line as well. So, Kaitlyn Vieira on the money line, minus 196. I completely agree with everything you just said. Again, Kaitlyn Vieira, she is better on the ground. She, I'm very, very worried about Eubanks' uh, takedown defense. She's not very good at it. She is good at uh, defending on the ground, which is going to help her. That's kind of the reason why I'm aiming toward Caitlin Vieira to win this by decision at minus 105. Again, I see a lot of value in this play because the over two and a half is at minus 313. So the books are expecting this thing to go the distance. Uh, The fight to go the distance is minus 285. That takedown defense plus Vieira, um, how good she is on the ground. 
I don't think that she's going to put her away because Eubanks is very strong at defending when she gets on the mm-hmm. ground. Um, but I do expect Vieira to dominate this fight from the very, very start. Um, so that's why I do see the value here in Vieira by decision, minus 105. Uh, really good play right there. And we're going with a lot of these decisions by minus 105. Uh, that's the second. That's two out of three picks for me. Yeah. But I like it, man. I think that these fights are going to go the distance tonight. All right. We got a flyweight fight next, and it is Kai Kara France versus Brandon Royal. And um, I like Kai Kara France in this one. Uh, he's he's 21 and 8, and he's he's a striker. So, I mean, haven't really taken a striker yet in this one. Mm-hmm. in this card but he he averages uh he averages 5.27 significant strikes per minute and although he only lands 38.46 of them he definitely throws a lot of punches as you can see and he's going to bring in a reach advantage but um i i just think that he is going to he's going to win this fight i think that Brandon Royal is stepping up a little bit in level for this one and i think he's going to be in just a little bit over his head so I'm with you. The, the main stat that we talked about pre-show was the significant strikes, 5.27 uh, significant strikes per minute. That is a very, very significant number. Now, I don't like paying the juice on this one. This is one that I want to avoid the juice. Minus 205 feels a little heavy for me. Um, you know, we kind of talked about why I don't like paying the juice. We mm-hmm. talked about the Jake Matthews thing. So um, one of the plays that I'm looking at here is with those significant strikes, I would expect France to win this fight by KO. He doesn't, he's not very good on the ground. I don't see him taking him to the ground. I don't think this fight goes to the ground at any point. Now, the bookies are favoring this fight to go the distance at minus 156. But I do think that that, um, that the significant strike, all it's really going to take is one punch. I don't think Brandon Roy, uh, Royval is going to be Royval, able to, yeah. I think I you know, stay in there. Head. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I almost said it too. Um, I don't think that he has what it takes to go the distance with this guy. I think that a couple shots and this dude's going to be done. That's why I think there's a lot of value here on Kaikara France uh, to win by KO, TKO, or DQ. Plus 382, that is a huge number. You end up hitting that one. I mean, you're looking good for the rest of the night. Uh, We did something similar the night that DC fought his last fight. Uh, We had one of the fights that ended in round two. Mm -hmm. Uh, We ended up nailing it. We're plus 500 on that, I believe. Yeah, we made a good one on that one. Yeah, you can cruise cruise for the rest of the night. You can have a drink. You can not care. You know that your your drinks are paid for that night. You're feeling good, man. So I'm looking at Kai Kara French to win this thing by KO, TKO, or DKO. Um, DKO. Or DQ, I should say. Plus 382. A lot of value on that line for me. You're expecting a, a, a DQ in this one? No, but it's nice to have that option. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> All right. So let's move on then. And we go to the co-main event. All right, and it is for the vacant title. Hold on, my screen froze here for a second. It, That's all right. I can take over, man. The co-main event, yeah. we have Dominic Reyes against Jan Blakovich. Um, Dominic Reyes coming in. Yep, Dominic Reyes coming in on the money line. Minus 220, uh, excuse me, minus 272. And then you got Blakovich, who is plus 219 on the money line. Capitano has that screen looking, baby. How are you feeling it's, about this I one? got it. I, I like Dominic Reyes, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Dominic Reyes looked great against John Jones. That's who, who, who can say they looked great against John Jones, right? Nobody. And um, even John J- Jones couldn't take him, couldn't keep him down. So Dominic Reyes was taken down by John Jones, but not even – he is so good on his back at getting up. Not even John Jones could keep him down. All right, yeah, he lost a tough decision, but he was in there, you know – 
he was in there strike for strike with John Jones, and he's a good kickboxer. He can keep Blackowicz at distance with his kickboxing. If the fight goes to the ground, like I said, Reyes is going to get up. He's not going to stay down. He can even score points in transition um, on the ground, and he can he can use his wrestling. And I, I just I like Dominic Reyes here in this interim uh, 205 championship fight. And Blackowicz is a good veteran. Okay, he's been around a long time. He's earned this opportunity. But I don't think he's quite at the same level of a performer as Dominic Reyes is. All right, so what's your official pick here? I'm taking Dominic Reyes to win on strikes. Win on strikes. So to win by KO, Yep. that is even money. Really good pick right there. I love Dominic Reyes in this fight. I really, really do. Again, similar type thing. Huge price on the money line at minus 272. I'm not willing to really pay that price. Mm -hmm. As we talked about Blakovic, he's a very good veteran. He knows what he's doing. He knows his way around the ring. Um, He's not going to go down easily. He's not going to go down without a fight. Now, you did talk about the John Jones fight. Everybody watched that John Jones fight. Everybody realized how good Dominic Reyes is. The problem with that fight for tonight, the effect that that has on tonight is the fact that that line is now inflated because of the mm-hmm. John Jones fight because so many $5 average Joes are all over Dominic Reyes because realistically, they probably only seen that fight because it was John Jones. They're like, oh, yeah, I saw that dude. He'll beat up Blackovich, no problem. So you have all the $5 average Joes on Dominic Reyes boosting up that price. It's really deterring me from taking Dominic Reyes in this fight. I would have liked him at around minus 200. What I'm going to take, I'm going to get a little fancy on this one. I'm actually going to take this one to go the distance at plus 185. Um, now, like we talked about, Blakovich, he's a veteran. He's not going to go down easily. This is going to be an absolute war. Dominic Reyes, I don't think he's going to go down. I don't think he'll get knocked out. Um, you know, and this is a tough one. I don't necessarily like taking the ones to go the distance when they're five rounds because there's just so many swings. There's so many opportunities for that one punch that's going to knock somebody out. And I think that this there, one is going to be on the feet. There is, Leo, but I think after the third, when you get into those championship rounds, fourth and fifth rounds, it's very much less likely. These guys gas out, especially these bigger guys. And I think that if it goes to four or five rounds, I, you know, if it gets to that stage of the fight, I think it's very likely it's going to go to the end. And yep. um, while we're talking about this, let's remind the, the listeners and the viewers on YouTube – First of all, to go and subscribe below to PTV Media Network and that our picks are brought to them today by Better Than Dot Vegas. Get better. That's right, baby. <laughs> BTV, you guys can check out right after we finish this. I'm going to make a video over there as well, so be sure to check it out. All right, folks? Uh, BTV, they have a handicapping showdown. Completely free to enter. You think that you're better than me? The king's on his throne, baby. Come at me. I'm not scared. <laughs> Let's go. You think that you can do better than me? Hop on there. Prove it. All right, guys, BTV, Better Than Vegas, absolutely phenomenal tool for all the degenerates out there. You have a bunch of different handicappers giving out their plays, giving out their point of views. Highly recommend it. It's a one-stop shop for um, for different perspectives on all the different games and stuff. So definitely check out Better Than Not Vegas. So do you, do you see a, a knockout coming in the fourth or fifth round in the championship rounds? No, no. I mean, I'm not necessarily worried about the fourth or fifth round. It's mm-hmm. the first it's three the first rounds. three. You know? And if you can get past that first three, like you said, yeah, you're looking You're good. likely going to go to the distance, right? It's a lot easier said than done, man. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> These two are going to come out swinging, especially with the strikers and, like – They both got like good power. Say, it, they both have good power, and it's literally one punch, and it's, it's done, you know? Both of these guys know how to finish. But, again, you're going to get good value. You're going to get a really good price at plus 185. Both of these guys, they've been around. They know – 
they know their way around the wing. Uh, they know how to defend themselves when they get uh, when they get staggered. So I'm looking at the plus 185, and you know what? It's definitely worth a dabble. Um, I like that. I, I don't blame anybody that wants to take Reyes. It's just not my it's not my thing with the money lines uh, to go that big. So yep. for me, um, I'm going with this fight to go the distance plus 185. Excellent. Uh, so that brings us to the main event, the the championship fight. So Israel Adesanya weighed in at 184. Paulo Enrique Costa weighed in at 185. Bohashinya, as they call him, which means the eraser. Uh, so this this fight's an interesting one. This is one's got me excited. This this is this fight alone for me uh, puts my stamp of approval on this card and gives me no problem <laughs> in recommending to people to go ahead and pay the money to watch this card. Now that yes. said, this. This could potentially end at any time, but I'm picking. I am picking Paulo Costa to win this fight by knockout in the first two rounds, three rounds. I'll I'll amend that in the first three rounds. If this goes to the championship rounds, I think it's a it's going to be a win for for Adesanya. He's leaner. He's got better cardio. Even though Costa has good cardio, Costa's a much bigger, bulkier fighter. And Costa comes out with all with all outs uh, offense. He is he is an absolute balls to the wall fighter. He he he's on the offensive. He's gonna want to put Adesanya up against the cage and try to land shots there, because Adesanya is so quick on his feet and he moves so well and he's he's a great counter striker. And the thing that the reason I'm not big on Adesanya here is I spent this week looking back at old at old uh, fights for these two guys. Okay, I've compare and contrast now they have a common uh opponent in yoel romero they both of their last fights were against him both of them won decisions and were booed out of the octagon by the crowd in those in those two fights okay the crowd really was behind yoel romero in both of those with adesanya okay he like i said is such a counter fighter okay that romero's (laughs) approach was was hilarious it was to take the counter away from him and he didn't push forward literally the first round there was one one strike landed he just waited he tried to force Adesanya to come forward and the and it was like two and a half three minutes into the round Adesanya comes forward to land a jab and boom he eats an overhead right hook from from uh Yoel and you saw quickly that he had to change him change the way of fight so Adesanya wins that fight literally by kicking off Yoel's front leg Literally just landing leg kick after leg kick after leg kick. He did very little else but that. But he, the fight went five rounds, and he won. You know, he picked off round by round. He got a win. Um, he won three rounds to two. It was pretty pretty uh, unanimous. But he didn't do much in the fight. And that, that has me a little down on Adesanya if, if, you know, the fight doesn't go the way he wants to. If the, if the guy doesn't pressure him and give him a chance to counter – and now I know in, Costa's an all-out fighter, but again, he's got a training team. He's got a coach, okay? They're not going to just walk into this fight and give Adesanya this fight on a platter and do exactly what he wants. He may even change his tactics up and force Adesanya to come forward and wait for the counter. Adesanya ate a lot of shots in that fight, um, basically with his own medicine. Yoel changed it up and used his tactic. He countered. He landed much more significant shots. He hurt Adesanya a few times. He just couldn't win the fight in the cards because there were rounds where nothing happened. But yeah. I think I think Costa is going to either come out and try to get the, the knockout early. He lands one. If he hurts him, maybe. 
But if this fight goes deep, I would say my pick is going to be Costa winning in the first three rounds. Okay. However, I will preface that by saying if it gets out of the third round, I don't see any way Costa wins this fight. So really good, um, really good value there on Paulo Costa. You're going to get him at plus 154. Really quality play. Uh, two undefeated fighters. I yeah, understand your reasoning behind Paulo Costa. I'm all over Adesanya in this one. I, I just, if Paulo Costa sits back, I think that it doesn't favor him at all. He's not a great counterpuncher. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that's really good coming forward. Um, and Adesanya is the best counterpuncher in the world. Pound right. for pound, the best counterpuncher in the world. This is just a bad matchup for Costa. I, the whole show so far, I've talked about how I hate taking money lines. I hate taking big money lines. Mm-hmm. Adesanya is minus 186. Sign me up, coach. You know, I have absolutely no problem paying that price. I fully expect Paulo Costa to be coming forward and Adesanya to slowly just pick him apart. Counterpunch, counterpunch, counterpunch. I'm not sure if he's going to knock him out. That's not exactly where I want to go with this. I like him on the money line. Mm-hmm. I think that he's going to swing a lot less than Costa is. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah. you said. Once this thing gets to the championship round, fourth, fifth round, Costa is going to be completely worn out because he's going to be swinging the entire time. I don't mm-hmm. expect him to change his uh, fight style. I'm looking at Adesanya to pick him apart in the first couple rounds, land some, some significant strikes, play really quality defense. In that fourth and fifth round, I think he's going to expose Paulo Costa, and I think that he's just going to dismantle him, put his stamp on this. I think he wins four out of five rounds if it goes the distance. Wouldn't totally shock me if Adesanya knocks him out. Um, overall, I just don't see a way that Paulo Costa wins this fight. I'm more than happy to pay the juice on this one. Minus 186 on Israel Adesanya. Uh, really top-notch play in this one um, to finish out the night. And thankfully... Something that we haven't talked about. UFC, late night stuff. We got something to fill the void on Saturday night, man, because Pac-12 sure college do. football, those clowns ain't starting up till November. <laughs> about damn time I have a reason to stay up on a Saturday night. That's right. That's right. And, so, you know, I think I, I agree with a lot of what you said uh, about Adesanya, and he's a lot like a Floyd Mayweather in the MMA realm where he's – he's, you land very few clean shots on Adesanya right. like, unless they're counters. So I am interested to see what exactly the plan for Costa is going to be. I think they're going to try to take this fight to the cage and he's going to try to pin him up against the cage to land those shots. That's what I feel. Uh, I'm sure Adesanya's team is ready for that though. I'm sure that was part of their preparation. I'm sure that's what they trained for. And uh, yeah, I'm going a little bit, I'm going a little bit, uh, I guess brave or aggressive on cost on this one. I want to win. I want to. I want to make a big splash, and I. I want to uh, give a little bit of a, <laughs> of a. Maybe it's a little bit of sensationalism. Maybe it's like I said, my bias towards Brazilian fighters. Um, I fell in love with this sport because of the Brazilian fighters: Anderson Silva, Lioto, Makita. You know those guys. Even Jose Aldo. Watching those guys do their yep. thing like that. That's that's what brought me into this sport, and um, and I, I just I have a. Sometimes I know every every expert is taken out of Sanya in this one, by the way. But sometimes I just go with a feeling, all right? And sometimes you just roll the dice, and I'm rolling the dice on this one and going with Costa. Smart play, man. It's not the worst play. This, this, I, I just love out of Sanya in this fight. I mean, just really, really, really good fighter. Um, but we ran through this really quick, man. This we is sure did. We sure ever. did. We sure did. We flew. Maybe the card will go by that quick. <laughs> Although we picked no, up. No, no, we got we better not, man. We're every gonna fight go to go the distance. 
If this thing goes as quick as this episode, man, we're, we're going, going broke, broke, man. That's not good. I hit the Blue Jays to make the playoffs. That money, I can't afford to lose that. I'm trying to buy a house, bro. Uh, BTV is <laughs> going to drop us if we, if we get it that wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, anything, anything else you, you want to say before we sign off? Uh, just just want to shout out DJs United, man. We, we've kind of taken a little bit of break from the podcast <laughs> this week. We're developing a lot of stuff. We're developing a lot of stuff on the website. We're trying to figure out a lot of timing. We're using um, – we have a new hire who's been using the SDQL – for those of you that don't know what that is, it's essentially really, really smart, cool kid stuff. A lot of advanced analytics um, to pick some of the games. So you can definitely check out all of those write-ups, as always, for free on dgensunited.com. Definitely go check it out. We have all the categories uh, categories there. College football, NBA, MLB, NFL picks are coming out later on tonight. I will be posting this YouTube video directly on the homepage. So be sure – oh, if you're watching this, you already saw it. But – um yeah check out djensunited.com you can also view our pick history we have daily fantasy lineups that are out nfl coming out tomorrow be sure to check it out also parking the bus coming out tomorrow, tomorrow baby <laughs> tomorrow night you guys already know how we do it we yeah. miss sunday night football the celtics will be on no problem everybody that's why we get two computer screens that's right that's right and i will be tweeting live all night w- uh, with this card okay so if you're not watching follow the ptb media uh, twitter at ptb underscore media i'll be tweeting out uh, results as they happen here in at ufc 253 all right sounds good man and there'll so- be a review show monday morning perhaps i'll, I'll do one uh you can join me if you like uh leo you remember what happened last time we tried something on a Monday morning? <laughs> you mean Sunday night? <laughs> that window behind you got, got more and more bright as the night went on. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me again, Leo. <laughs> Everyone, oh, go man. over to DGNs United. Go place your bet at, at BTV at betterthan.vegas and um, enjoy the fights tonight. And we will definitely catch you back here next time. Don't forget tomorrow, parking the bus tomorrow night here on YouTube and also dropping on the podcast Monday morning. Oh, oh. yeah, go for it. YouTube video tomorrow, NFL breakdown. Be sure to check it out. You will definitely have me. I'm going to break down every single NFL matchup. You're going to get daily fantasy sports lineups on there. You're going to get every bet that we're going to have placed tomorrow in the NFL. And believe me, there are plenty of them. It is a DGEN's paradise, all right, baby? You're going to get a little double dipping. You're going to get a little tease. You're going to get a little bit of everything, all right? Player props, whatever your heart desires, full NFL breakdown will drop tomorrow morning first thing. Speaking of NFL, I don't talk about this much, but Leo, you and I are in the same fantasy league at work, right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I found out this morning? Now, keep in mind, when I go to draft a, a fantasy football team, the first thing I'm looking for is a striker or a goalie. And they got quarter. They got positions like quarterback and and things. So I I was off to a bad start. Yo, homeboy here. I, I'm two and zero. I'm in first place. I didn't even attend the draft. Neither of us attended the draft, man. <laughs> I haven't even touched my lineup. I'm two and zero. The reigning champions, zero and two. No wonder oh, nobody's man. talked about it at the office. Yeah, yeah. Amazing how that works. The second two <laughs> of us are in first two places. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, I don't know what came over me, but I decided to check Yahoo this morning, and wouldn't you know it? 
I'm something. in first place. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. I don't you even know who my quarterback stars. is. Oh, uh, boy. All right. We've completely digressed. <laughs> it's time. Everybody, go, All right. go start drinking. Get ready for the UFC fight. Go, go pick an apple. Go make an apple pie. It goes great with a nice uh, shipyard beer. Um, that, that's a good – that is a good play. That's a great combo right there. That is a it's good combo. It's guaranteed the tickle of the twine, folks. Yeah. All right, everybody. For Leo Kukakis, this is Mike Agostino signing off for the PTB Media Network. I'll see you tomorrow for Park in the Bus. Later.